kick off the program. We're going to catch up with the champion harness trainer, Emma Stewart, ahead of tomorrow night's Inter-Dominion Series final. And uh, Emma is on the line now. Good morning to you, Emma. Thanks for your time. Good morning. Good morning. No worries at all. Uh, tomorrow night, you've got five runners in the pacing final of the Inter-Dominion Series. This is a, a series that you, you've had success in, in the past and you've, you've won heats of before, but you've gone to a whole new level this year. And to have five runners... Um, especially uh, three in single figures with the odds. Um, can I ask how this has all come about? Is it a case of you've got the right horses this year or you've adjusted the way that you train your horses to have such a, a strong hand in a grand circuit race like this? Um, I think it's a bit of both, actually. You know, we've sort of been mainly focused on the juvenile um, racing throughout our careers. You know, we buy from the yearling sales and sort of race in the two- and three-year-old races mainly and... Um, but we have got new tools and, and a new and a new place next door, so we've got um, we've been able to tinker around with our training a bit as well. So um, we're able to sort of prolong the racing careers of our younger horses, and you know we've had all these horses since our babies. So um, yeah, it's really good to see them come through and, and to be racing in a, in a series like this. Yeah, it's a it's a wonderful position to be in heading into tomorrow night, and the, the barrier draws made things quite interesting on Monday night because. Ack now, who's the, the short price favourite tomorrow night, is drawn next to Honolulu Bay, who has continued to tick boxes throughout this series. And you've also got the likes of Mac Dan and Naratak Prince off the second row, who, uh, will, you know, you could certainly make a case for as well. Um, I want to start with the two runners on the front row, though, and I want to get your thoughts, Emma, on how you think the early part of this race will play out, because it's going to have a, an enormous impact on which horses land in the, in the best spot. Yeah, it will. And, you know, I think there'll be a fair bit of heat early. Um, you know, it's going to be difficult for Acne to probably cross Honolulu Bay being right beside him. So, um, you know, if Honolulu Bay happened to find the front, I'd be tipping he'd want to hold. So it sort of changes the whole ball game up. But, um, you know, Acne may be quick enough to cross him. So we're not really sure, but um, we'll sort of play it by ear. But, yeah, it makes it quite interesting. Yeah, so is that your opinion that if Honolulu Bay can actually lead you would expect Dave Moran to try and lead all the way rather than hand up? Yeah, I think so. You know, I would have to talk to Bill and Ann, you know, and that they'd probably make the final decision. But, you know, if he's in front, I can't see why he wouldn't want to hold it. Have you been a bit surprised with how well Honolulu Bay has gone throughout this series? He's won all three of his heats, and I think most people regarded him as a speed horse heading into the series. But um, he seems like he's adding a few more tricks to his bow. Yeah, he definitely is, and he's sort of, we've always had a high opinion of him, and um, he definitely was a speed horse early, but in saying that, he had a had a bit of a breathing problem, and he got that fixed up, and sort of, he's just got he's just got stronger and stronger, and I think he's sort of running uh, full of confidence at the moment, so, um, you know, he's a Sun Beach, who I think sort of gets better with time, so um, he surprised me maybe a little bit, but he's always had the ability. For Ak now to win tomorrow night, Emma, do you think he'll need to lead all the way? Uh, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I think um, it'd be awfully hard to beat if you led. But no, I think you can sit up outside and quiet. Um, you sort of the distance doesn't worry him. He's sort of a big, big, strong fella. So no, I don't think he has to lead to win. Mac Dan's been very impressive throughout the series as well. And um, he's not as short in the market as, as the other two on the front row, probably because of the draw. But you could certainly make a strong case for him. I know Dan Malecki was very keen on his chances yesterday. Um he wouldn't shock you at all if he was to win, would he? No, he's actually my pick uh, for the race, actually. He's, he's come through the series terrific, and, you know, he's going to miss all the early burn early, and um, 
<clears throat> he's going to lob handy enough with a good run through. So um, I think a series like this really suits him down to the ground. He's sort of he's pretty casual and he only does what he has to do. So um, when the chips are down, I'll be counting on him. All right. Well, he's ten dollars with the tab, and he's the pick of your runners tomorrow night in the final of the pacing series. What about Naratak Prince, Emma? Has he been a little bit of a surprise packet as well this series? Yeah, he has. Um, you know, his, his heat runs have been terrific. Also, um, he's sort of a horse that at this stage of his career needs a little bit of luck in running, which with his draw he's going to get this week. So um, it wouldn't surprise me if he got home over the top of them because he's going to get a nice cheap run. He's very, very fast. So, um, yeah, he's one that's definitely on the improve. Yeah, the map certainly reads well for his chances. What about Beyond Delight? Would it shock you if Beyond Delight ran top three? Uh, no, it wouldn't shock me at all. You know, he's got a very fast finishing burst as well. He's sort of drawn most awkward out of all my runners, so it's sort of not really sure where he's going to log. But, um, you know, he, he can't be doing too much work early and he just sort of needs a nice soft run. And, um, yeah, no, it wouldn't surprise me if he ran top three. All right, so five runners tomorrow night in the final of the pacing series for the Inter-Dominion. Uh, it's going to be a fascinating race. We can't wait for it. Um, how does it feel to actually have five runners going into this race? It's really exciting, actually. Like we've been, we've had runners in interdoms in the past that sort of that have just been sort of making up the fields. But um, you know, to have a group of five horses of the quality that we've got is really exciting, and and to have got some good draws makes it uh, even better. So really looking forward to tomorrow night. I know you've had multiple runners in in the same race before, but obviously the stakes are as as high as ever in a race like this. What's it actually like when you're watching the race and you've got five to keep your eye on and you're no doubt sort of cheering for one here and cheering for uh, one there? What's it actually like when the race is on? It's quite difficult, actually, sort of. They've all got different colours, so, um, you know, luckily the race is over a bit of distance, so I'll be able to see where they are. But, yeah, no, it gets quite tricky and everyone sort of has their own favourites, so... um, you're not really sure who to cheer for sometimes. Now, you, you touched on at the start that you, you've you obviously had a, a wonderful record with the juveniles and it's been a, a staple of your stable for, for quite some time now. But to win an Inter-Dominion tomorrow night, Emma, what would that mean to you and, and Clayton? I guess it's the pinnacle of our sport. You know, it's our Melbourne Cup and I think it's a true test of how good you are as a trainer and, you know, how well you can get your horses through a pretty gruelling two weeks. So I think... Um, you know, if you could happen to win an Inter-Dominion, it's sort of like the peak in our, in our sport. Well, you've got certainly some great chances tomorrow night. The market tells the story. What about outside of the, the pacing final tomorrow night? Is there one runner on the car that you could steer the listeners into? Uh, really looking forward to seeing Major Moss back in action. You know, you know he was unlucky to go and miss his injury. If not, he could have been sort of lining up in the Interdom as well. So, uh He's back from an injury break and really looking forward to seeing him run. All right, Major Moth, that's in the four-year-old pace, which is race four in the program. And I can't let you go without asking about ladies in red, Emma. So devastating for for everyone in harness racing because she's such a a star of the sport to see her now miss an extended period of time. Um, What what actually happened with her? Um, She just sort of presented sore um, about a week after her last run and uh, she didn't do any fast work here and just sort of jogging and wasn't right. And um, we got Andrew Cuff from Ballarat Vets to, to look over and he wasn't convinced of where she was sore. So we um, had a bone scan done on her and they found like a little fracture in her, her back paston. So she's got two screws in her hind paston. Um, out of all the injuries she could have done, that's probably the best one. And we've had a lot of success getting them back from this injury. So although it's sad that she's going to be out for about four months, um, I'm really looking forward to getting her back. All right, so there's still confidence that she'll be able to overcome this injury and return to somewhere near her best next year? 
Yeah, very confident. Oh, well, that is great to hear because we know what a superstar she is. Uh, Emma, you've done a wonderful job throughout this series with all of your runners in this pacing series. And uh, as I said, the market certainly reflects that. Good luck tomorrow night with one of the five chances that you have in the Inter-Dominion final. Thanks very much.